Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me do this. Well, <laughs> okay, this. sure, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, why does it? Oh, oh, I know why. I know why. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I, I could have told you that for free. Shut the fuck up. I know exactly. So, what's up, guys? This is the G2 Fancast Season 1, Episode 8. So people are probably going to be like, why are you streaming at this time and why on this day when this is usually like a Tuesday show? Well, this week, I have to close out my job on Tuesday. I'm working six days this week. And then I realized if I don't do it today, I can't do it on, um you know, tomorrow. Can't do it Wednesday or Thursday because whenever someone decides to do the fan cast, you know, then I got to do it on that day. So I obviously had to do it today. So that's pretty much why we're here. We were going to have an hour-long discussion anyway because uh, me and Warren, we're going to talk about TSM versus EG. 100 Thieves versus Dignitas, the LEC games anyway. So, you know, it was going to probably amount to an hour discussion anyway. And I thought to myself, you know, why not just, you know, do it in the show? So, yeah. how you been, man? What's been going uh, on with you? Good uh, for all those single men out there. Start hitting up your apps. <laughs> Women are, 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 uh, are, uh, are, uh, they're, they want to get soiled. <laughs> oh my god this man just, okay this man wants to just be pc oh my god <laughs> i could tell this guy back in the day was just saying some heinous shit oh my god you know it <laughs> <laughs> this man just clean it up it's like okay for 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 shows i gotta be the clean guy i can't be saying that that ratchet bullshit people in the bronx be talking about <laughs> uh but no i'm doing i'm doing pretty good um it's been it's been nice uh i've been enjoying uh the 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 games from both regions i'm waiting for uh i believe i believe lpl starts today or, or lck i'm just checking right for now playoffs lck starts in three hours and uh -huh. um yeah so the only game is uh no it's challenger so no nothing nothing till nothing till uh next week but um but the uh, the playoffs are already the the teams are set, so I'm waiting for mm -hmm. LPL. They they start April first, LPL, oh, and huh. and then tomorrow because it's midnight for me will be LCK. So I'm waiting for those games. Um, so mm -hmm. they they changed up the seedings. It's a little bit better now. It used to put put like teams in the semifinals, um, but yeah, that's another. That's for another oh yeah. Show. Remember when they used to? Do they still do that shit? Because I I watched last year where where they did it. Are they still giving out like a game one win to the team that's like fucking, you know, higher seed? Because that's some bullshit. That is, no, that no I hated that. I always hated that. You would go into a, the series at a disadvantage in a best of three, and one team already has a game win. Like, like the quarterfinal <laughs> is Hanwha Life and NS, and then it's T T one and DRX, and then semifinals is. They're waiting for Damwon in the semifinals and Genji in the semifinals, and there's nobody waiting in the finals this year, so that's good. So now yeah. it's like, so now it's just wait. They're basically the two teams in the semifinals are waiting, and then in China they mm -hmm. they they've kind of tuned it out better, and it's like a losers bracket too. So they that's they definitely they definitely changed it. Up. I think China's the way China has it set up is is much better than LCK but I guess it's preference. Dude, but. the LCK needed a playoff format change. Like why wasn't it six teams to begin with in playoffs? Why did you play a best of 3 in a wild card round when you just had a whole season or a split of playing best of 3s? Three, right. It makes no sense and the finals team gets auto qualified into the finals and 
it depends on which split you're talking about or like which players because most of those teams that auto qualified to the finals lost. Yeah, from like my, from my re- recollection, most of them lost. Yeah, Jen, I don't think I think what Gen G last year made uh they they got they they Gen G has so far in its iteration from KSV to Samsung yeah. <laughs> never won a championship. So I would like them to win one because yeah. I like Ruler. I, I've always wanted Ruler to win a, a domestic trophy. It's weird how that organization, if if you can, if you still like want to, you know, if people want to still consider them like Samsung, you know, they won two world championships, 2014, 2017, but they just can't win a domestic title now that they've been rebranded. That makes no sense. That shit is like ass backwards. Like people struggle winning domestic titles and sometimes can win worlds off like, you know, a, a, a lucky draw or whatever, right? Right. They did. They already did what most orgs dream of doing, yet they can't just do it domestically. I just don't know, man. Like, what's going on? I don't know why they can't win domestically. Oh, and what I think personally is it's just um choking. Like, but if you, it, it, it depends though, because they've only real they they haven't had the same roster iteration between um you know their winning worlds runs and even even to be fair the 2016 world run where they got to the finals and they almost beat skt so i just don't know why they've never been able to succeed in the lck uh post samson galaxy it just doesn't make any sense to me you know ruler's a fantastic player i, I i'll still watch some lck games here or there you know i haven't got a chance to watch it as much as it was last year because I've, I've been really busy but ruler is still a fucking beast man like I just don't I, know what's going on with their team, dude. I just I don't know. You're playing. I don't know either. I think I think you have to when when it's all said and done. I think, and I because I, I know we got to get to the NA and EU stuff. I oh, when it's all said and done, I know that uh, um, ruler will probably go down as if not one of the best or the best AD carry ever. Mm-hmm. I think what? he. I think if you even like Uzi has Uzi has. More semifinals and world finals because he he's been to two world finals. He's been to four semifinals, and he won MSI. Ruler mm-hmm. has never won MSI, but he won. So like, it's kind of comparable careers. So and I I I think Ruler is just the best. One of the uh, you you have to say he's the best eighty carry to ever come out of um Korea. Now some may argue Deft, but I don't know about that one. Deft he. He did really well in the LPL back when he was on EDG finals. Uh, but the problem with Deft is a lot of people don't really recognize he chokes a lot in best of fives too. Like people just glance over it like it never happened. But with other ADCs, it's just very apparent, you know, that they're shitter. They, <laughs> like, but with Deft, it's like, oh well, he 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 had back issues and you know, he he just didn't play too well today. He'll get him next time. Right. Well, I dude, I, I swear, I think people literally cherry pick who the fuck they want to make excuses for on that day. They got that. They know a best of five is coming. They got all the excuses written out if their team wins and if their their team loses. But with Genji, what I noticed, um, with their new roster, what, what was it like? Rascal and Clid and BDD and Ruler and what 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 what's the last guy's name? Life or some shit, right? So the issue here that I, I saw, uh, mid jungle have no synergy. I watched recent games of theirs. That shit's still apparent. There's no synergy there. It feels like each player is kind of doing their own thing in the wrong moments. Like last year, fucking BDD would run in and graves and invade, then die as BD. Sorry, Clid would go in and invade. 
BDD's just sitting there on his ear farming, not doing anything. His other laners, his opposition is backed. And then Clint just gets caught out in the jungle and dies. I'm like, you're not going to help your jungler out here, dude? Like, I genuinely think, you know, the same arguments a lot of people brought up for Bjergsen for TSM, you know, like years ago about him, like, not really helping out his team. BDD's not really been a super impactful mid laner, you know, in terms of team I would say team play, but like in highlight reels, he looks great if you just watch those. Like, I still think I still think BDD's a, a good mid laner. The issue here is like I don't think he plays for the team. I I think BDD is still in his like selfish phase where he's just playing for himself. Rascal, I think Rascal's a good player, but Rascal's not gonna win you worlds, though. They built this roster to win worlds, you know. And life, I think life is okay. You know, it, it's just like they don't really have a super team, right? When pe people called them a super team, you know, when they were formed, I was like, that's not really a super team, though. Life and Roscoe aren't super players, so that's not a super team, though. If you count Clay, BDD, and Ruler, I mean, yeah, you have an argument there, but that's not a super team. No, super they're not. Team, yeah. They're, they're, um, supportive, blue, like, they're, they're, uh, they're, it's, it's like the Bucks, right? You got Giannis, and then you got Chris, mm -hmm. Chris Milton's like a good player, but he's not a, uh, a superstar mm -hmm. like he, he, like he gives you 20 points but he's not like james harden you know what i mean that's kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean like i mean not to be rude like good player 20 points per, per game but but he, he's not someone that you know if the if you want the clutch shot etc so mm -hmm. i get it um but i mean personally i think lck and um i, I i'm i'm the person i'm actually happy for is khan khan has had a shit like, I think S. Well, say what you want about SKT. They did him dirty. FPX kind of did him a little sk sketchy too. And to go and replace Naguri and now Damwon is number one is to me shows that you're still a good player. And the problem is, is, is he's like 24 now. I, I don't even I don't even remember. I'm looking him up right now, uh, just to look at age. And they always say, oh, the age is he's 25 right now. And you know they say, oh man, the age and sweater, blah blah blah. He's proving that at twenty five, he's still a top. He's a top mid top. Khan uh, is amazing. The the issue here with the FPX uh, time where he went over there to join the LPL what was like last year. I just like theoretically looking at it in hindsight, it makes sense, right? You upgrade your top lane now, you have a carry top laner. But the problem is their specific playstyle doesn't need a carry top laner though. That's right. the problem. You need they someone play to fill more in the through, piece. yeah. Yeah, they they need more of a bitch top laner, like someone like a Rome that was on Mad Lions last year. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know, Rome, Rome got a Rome. I think a Rome. He got the 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 fin treatments at worst. Uh, he got the fin. I think Shadow made and Shadow made him look even worse too. So, like, I don't know, cause like think about it. They the thing is like people don't forget that Rome they beat G two with a Rome. Like, so is it, was it really a Rome or was it like, what was like, but you know, people need scapegoats just like our, our, our rogue used Finn, like Finn was the issue, but look, rogue got replaced. Yeah. Oh, Omni got dunstered by TCL or Arma. Arma is not a bad player. Like, like everybody, all the casters were on his Arabian penis the whole time. Like, Ooh. Like I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. like, like they're like, Armand is so good, and like I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. I'll you you want to touch his magic lamp, great, but like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, like, and Arma just showed that he's better than Oduwamne. I mean, he did that Wukong play where he was like, what, two HP and got away, was 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 great. So, um, what what's the excuse now? Because you had Oduwamne and you got rid of Vander. So now, what's your excuses now? Like, mm-hmm. either you suck or you're just you just you're darn, to- you're just a damn choker. That's just yeah. all it is. Like. I didn't even think they need to replace Vander. I like I even have videos for the 2020 offseason that I did for last year. I even said, why did, did you replace Vander though? Vander did almost like nothing to warrant getting replaced, especially by a new guy who honestly I don't see the upside to. But to be fair, that was his first actual quote unquote stage best of five. So who knows? Things might change in the future. But looking at how Vander has played. This year, and looking how we played last year, I still don't think they needed a support change. All they needed, by looking how they how they played last year, all they needed was just a top lane change. That that's it. They just needed a different top laner by their own, you know, merits. I don't know why you change the support because people don't remember. Like the reason why they even became as good as they did macro wise was because of Vander. You know, right? That's so. I don't know. You know, every team just always needs an excuse. You know, so. Uh, what 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 else was the uh, other one that teams gave like a long time ago? Fuck, man, there's been so many. Jeez, uh, so many. Um, look at there was the whole Broxa issue, how he didn't like, fulfill X Smithy's role, but then there wasn't. Co- oh yeah, there wasn't cohesion. <laughs> there was no cohesion with the. Remember they they Jat came in at a. I think he Jat he he came in in the next split, and then they got rid of the other coaches. So he yeah, yeah, it was Kane. Yeah, they they yeah. Meant, they moved Kane to just a lesser position. Right. So like you had that, and then they got rid of Roxa. And do do you? I mean, is Santorin playing better? I guess he's a little. He's like I think he's what you would call in WoW a side grade to Roxa. Yeah, we talked about that actually. I I don't think they upgraded. I I I guess if you look at an upgrade in that sense, like okay, Roxa played like dog shit, so you gotta you got the like third or fourth or second best North American LCS jungler. That's fine. But Santorin's not like an X factor though. Santorin is more of a supportive jungler though. People don't really like to bring it up. He doesn't even really gank that much, honestly. Like he more or less so just places wards. He'll gank every now and again. He passed very well. He's not really faster paced. He gets kind of beaten by a lot of other better mechanical jungles like Svenskaren, Dardock, and Blabber. And even Spika's had his number, you know, this uh you know pass split too and in playoffs Spika wasn't playing that much worse than him if I'm looking at the games objectively you know outside of a few heck hecarim games that Centaurin had or even just this past week I think Spika actually outperformed him too I genuinely don't think he's gonna be the X factor they need later on to do well at worlds I think genuinely if they want to play good they should have either gone blabber or you just get Svenskaren that that's the player you need that play style those players have is the play style they need they need an aggressive jungler they don't need a supportive jungler like what do you need a supportive jungler for you know the problem and here's the problem with na like people from eu that's been here and na players they want the paycheck not the accolades like spence i i have a feeling like spence is like yeah but you know i want i want this like 1.5 million dollar contract bro like you're gonna stream you're gonna make more money at the end of the career why i would i don't know i've and we've discussed this i would mm-hmm. rather Take, if someone said, listen, you could be with, on G2, even though I hate that 
organization. <laughs> you can be on G2, but get to World's Finals. I'd rather get to World's Finals than never be there because at least I know I have a chance at winning the big one. And at least yeah. at, at, at the end of my career, they'd be like, you know what? This guy was good enough to get there. And some people don't know how to take, be that humble and take that pay cut and be like, okay, I, I could be on this team, but look what we can do and where we can get. Yeah, because um, even just last year, a lot of people were talking about um, the whole thing where pro players voted to cancel the spring split. They wanted to cancel the spring split, yet wanted to get paid by their organizations too. Yeah. I'm like, do we not see the – are people just being blindly retarded? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not living in no twilight zone here. You did not just publicly say you want to quit your job and then still get paid at the same time. What? Yeah, it's, it's just it's just a – it's an absurd way of looking at 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 stuff. So, like, to me, mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't understand – like, I feel like Spence – I'm sure Spence Scaring got offers. I'm positive. There's no way he didn't get offers. I mean – He's always been a consistent jungler. Yeah, I mean, C9 kept him from year, for years. He's always performed well against against the top junglers at Worlds at international play, even on TSM when he when they kind of shit the bed a little bit. So I don't know. I I just I don't know. I think Santorin wasn't the thing, but we're we're past that at this point. So. Yeah, it, it's also also one one of those things where it was revealed later on that. People in EU now, in terms of salaries, make a comparable amount to the NA players. It might not be like in the big, big categories, but it's comparable, you know. Yeah, I mean, remember, remember, Alfari stayed on on Origin because he felt that he took a pay cut, so did Upset because they felt that your mic's cutting out just a little bit. Oh, like, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. So Alfari and and Upset took a pay cut because they felt that with this team they could have this bitch is sorry <laughs> I, was like, I, I, got, I got distracted oh, sorry uh, they, they felt that they could win with, this, with that team with Zerxay and Destiny and, and oh I'm sorry I'm sorry if you watch this video I'm so I had, had a few drinks tonight I'm sorry uh, yeah anyway. But yeah, yeah. My point is, he's, is that he's gonna start kissing dudes after this. <laughs> no, no. My point is, oh is that Xerxes. Well, that team was Xerxes, Alfari, Destiny, Upset. Um, I feel like oh, and Nuke Duck. They all took apparently pay cuts because they felt that team was confident enough to win, but they did. You know, they end up underperforming. We heard that. You know, we heard the bit. The, the yeah, bit. but. My point is, is that a team in NA wouldn't do something like that. The, also, it's crazy that that roster failed because, like, looking at it now, people want to make their own assumptions. I mean, these are the same motherfuckers that had Origin in top three in their power rankings, you know, when, you know, they were a team in the LEC. Like, that looked like a, another Suedo super team, though. Right. It, it really looked like a roster that, in theory, yeah, could compete with G2. Now, when, when, when you're out here buying Jack Troll, fucking off the streets and shit, then that's when I started losing confidence in you. Also, their playstyle, they always had an identity issue. They never really actually knew what playstyle they wanted to play. Did they want to play like the other LEC teams being really aggressive and fast, or did we want to play our own playstyle? It was always super conflicting with them, too. They never got that figured out. Also, no shade at Deficio. I, I love that guy's analysis. That guy's awesome, but problem. Why is it like 
the two orgs he's been to right now, they've kind of been failing it at the last minute, though. You know, the Misfits didn't make playoffs with Officio. Origins ended up in what last place with Officio. I'm just saying there's a trend here. People just aren't talking about here. Like, Officio might be a great analyst, great color caster, but something here when he's running these teams is not translating. Not clicking. I yeah. think I think you're right because they had this guy. When I was looking at the roster, they had Denik. And they never put Denik in any time in the season. They never put in that. They have this rookie called Aggressivo, who is a really good. He came from the Misfits premiere, and they never put him in for Hirat. I mean, Hirat performed fine, but but sometimes you need maybe you need to switch it out. Like, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer that sometimes you don't need a super team. Sometimes you just need two superstars and a supporting cast. Like. Well, that's the problem with League of Legends, dude, is that people always want to be the star, though, like in any given situation, though. And then it's up to the team to decide, you know, who they're going to dedicate resources to, like the um, team we brought up earlier with Mad Lions, right? Remember when they, you know, were like saying in interviews to the public that, you know, we don't really want a roommate to play carries. He can play carries, but we don't want him to. Okay, just admit he's not good at playing carries, but he's not a bad player. That's... Just because you can't do something as good as some somebody else doesn't make you a bad player. Like Dwayne B, right? It's not as it's not as good mechanically. He really isn't as good as good mechanically. That never just kind of oversold. Dwayne B is not as good as rookie Knight and what's the other guy? Crying Scout, right? If, well, right. yeah. If, if you're comparing this guy to the best midlanders in the LPL, then yeah, sure he's not better mechanically. Rookie would damn near take out any, anybody's team, you know. But Dwayne B offers a unique play style that has won a world championship. He's won a domestic title. He's had success, though. I, I think a lot of people, especially in LEC and LCS, they just steer toward the other direction. It's like, just because someone's not a hardcore mechanical middling prowess, like someone like maybe Faker, doesn't mean they're not good, you know? I don't know where right. these narratives get twisted and turned, where it's like, it has to Atlas. be this way, or it's useless. Atlas. <laughs> and Atlas. Yeah, the analyst are... I, the, okay, the moment I lost any credence or any credibility for these analysts was when oh wow was when um when they said oh this the the finals the the quarterfinals between MSF <laughs> and SKT is a three zero and I'm gonna get pizza after this was when Frost Gannon was there and let me not go into that woman because I don't want to get uh. you canceled woke uh, <laughs> uh, league Twitter. Yeah, so like, and then it's like, and then the, all the all the all the broadcast was like, oh my god, I, Alfari was good up against you know Huni and Bang and Hansama and and Ignar. They held their own against Bang and Wolf and Poe did pretty okay and Maxor did all right against Blank or I forgot who it was. Yeah, it's yeah like, you're right. It was Blank. It's like it's like, is it possible, analysts, that some of these teams are actually good? And know how to play, and on a given day, because they work together, they can push a good team. It's not because they're SKT and they've been winning that you should just write off a team. Okay, they beat them game one and went to a best of five. That's already saying something. So the moment that happened, I was like, I'm not. It's the same analysis that predicted G2 was supposed to be FPX, and they and they look like idiots. Mm. I I'm, I'm, I have no. I give analysts are like weather forecasters they tell you it's going to be 80 but then it's raining and it's and it's hail and it's like oh and then when it's raining and hail it's supposed to be it's it's sunny and so you're you're, you don't you plan your day you're like okay shut up and stop talking you're you're ruining (laughs) you're ruining my daily life so i think what the the cast that's got called out last year it was specifically drake 
you have Dracos and Froskarin in the Dan 1 versus G2 series at Worlds last year when they just legitimately did not know anything about Dan 1. But these people claim to prep a whole bunch and know and have notes and watch VODs. And it's like you're casting a world semifinal and yet you don't know anything about Dan 1. Yet you've clearly just saw Dan 1 last year. Even if you didn't know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw that team last year. They were this, like, scrim god team, but G2 just beat them, and they didn't really have a chance to show the world what they had. Just – they didn't even know about that. It was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, oh, uh, man. Oh, uh, fuck. What's yeah. up, K4? How you doing, man? I agree, but there is a counter argument. Do you want to be the broke guy who went to the world finals? This is their only good chance of making decent money since post-career things fall. Mm. I would ra- listen to K K four. I would rather go to a world's finals and be the bro guy than be the guy that never even got to a playoffs domestically. That's a that is a, an embarrassment as a professional. I think when you're a professional, even if you don't win the championship, yeah, it sucks to lose in the big one, but at least you could say you've been there. There's people that never even in the NFL, NBA, soccer, Olympics, they've never been to these things. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, professionals are elite level, but then you're – I'd rather still be that broke guy because at least I can say I've been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, like, the issue here is, like, people are always like, well, pro players are pro players, and you can't really judge them. Pro players judge each other amongst themselves. And to be fair, there's good pro players and there's bad pro players. That's just how anything works, though. You know, yeah, we're 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 kind of doing like some backseat shit, but the problem, the difference here is that we know we're doing that, and I don't judge players harshly in terms of like who who they are as people and all of their bullshit. I'm judging you strictly off gameplay. That's different. And like other sports are judging, they're judging as a person, who you married, how many kids you have, and also a bunch of nonsense that goes in like prof- in a tra- traditional sports. But you know, oh, overall, I would say look, look at it this way. You'll be remembered for finishing top four out of Worlds, whether or not you did well or not, or got lucky and beat a team that was supposedly better than you, or you went to a World Finals, or you won an MSI, or you got to an MSI Finals. Yeah, look at Uzi. Uzi's the Uzi's the prime career. He been to two MS two finals, right? Against SKT, went to took them the best of fives. He been to the final. He been to semifinals multiple times, but he's still regarded as one of the best ADCs because of like he won an MSI. He's been to. He went to until he left RNG. He made. He brought them to Worlds. You could even say the last was it twenty because I don't think RNG made Worlds twice, right? No Uzi, no Worlds. And, and they might wait, <laughs> make it. They might. They might make it this year because Shaw, who's uh. A monster, apparently in the top lane, but like, look at Uzi. He's he's a he's a he's a career that you could say he never won the world championship, but you cannot say he was never a good player. Like if he, if if an ADC was coming up, I'd be like, bro, look at look at Uzi vods. Don't look at double if. Look at Uzi vods. Yeah, and even double if, like double if, even said when they upset IG at the 2019 midseason invitational, that was like one well, one. Well, I think that's the best moment of his career. And he didn't even win MSI. All they did was just upset one of the best teams in the world, you know? Right. They didn't win MSI. But to be fair, if you're taking anything out of Double's career, that's the highlight of his career there. I think that is. That's the only thing he's ever, ever done internationally was just upset IG in that one best of five in that one day. I don't care what he says. He got out of group stage. And MSI has a group stage. You have to get out of group stage in order to get to, get to a knockout round. 
that's literally how it works. I don't I don't really care what he says. Oh, I never really made it out of groups of worlds. True, but you made it out of group, groups of MSI. You literally have to make it out of groups of MSI to make it to best of fives. That's how it works. And then he wanted a best of five. He he did technically more internationally than a lot of the uh, other players here in just that moment, right? But right. you have to kind of fact factor in. It's all how you want to be remembered. You want to be remembered as that player who just got a paycheck, came into work, did his job, and left? Or you want to be as remembered as something more, you know? I'd imagine when um perks first joined g2 he wasn't making that much money but they probably probably was okay with that like like some players have said they don't really care about the money too much they're willing to just play for the best team now you have to be good enough to play to play for the best team it's not you know like if um if stick say was like you know i want to play for cloud nine you're gonna probably Pop have it. to <laughs> please stop it don't even put that guy in like no that was just disrespectful stop it Hey, six days won a title before. <laughs> he's he's got some third place matches. He done he's done well internationally. He's a high quality. He's a, oh, I, I've drank too much. He's a high quality shitter. That's what he is. <laughs> high quality shitter. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, let's jump into the matches we had this week. TSM taking on Evil Geniuses. Um, what did you think about this series as opposed to the last one? Um, well, let's, uh, first I'd, I'd love to first, uh, I think we need to address that this draft, this drafting was, I, I like it because for one, we saw that Bjergsen is not afraid to, mm-hmm. um, that Nocturne pick is Easter famine, right? So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, okay, I respect it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. But if it does work. Okay, cool. TSM is showing that that they have. So I'm liking like each each of these games. If we we, we can go over quickly, depending upon how you how you want to do it. Up um, to you. Uh, yeah. You look at the draft. It's just so much better. Like sort of on an engage. Like team, first game one, the draft is. I am I'm happy that Spica didn't. Like okay, so remember in early in the season, what was the narrative that uh, Honey can't play Nar, and then all of a sudden he had better <laughs> games. On, he he had better games on Nar, and then like then that narrative got squashed, right? Yeah, I, I like that Speaker's still sticking with Udyr because he's like, you know what? I don't care if I fail. I'm gonna show you guys that I can play this champion, and he did it against Svenskeren, which is you would arguably be. I have no problem saying Svenskeren is better than Speaker. That's 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 not a. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I'm not. I'm not delusional. It's true. On um, some days, you know. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I like the fact that he stuck with Udir no matter what. Um. And what what did we see? Sordar got engaged. He got Rel. Mm-hmm. He got Alistar. He got Nautilus. He got Alistar. That is Sordar. Sordar's the main focal. He starts off the fight, and he's he's the shot caller, right? All these draft now the Nocturne is a little sketchy because you got to get ahead. Nocturne's not a bruiser. He's not. He's not Aatrox. He's not Renekton. He's like one and done. Wham bam. You 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 one night stand. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh right. my god. We're thinking about his sex life. He's flexing on us. Holy shit. As you guys can see, the first game TSM draft Nocturne, Udyr, Syndra, Zaya, and Rel. Zaya coming. Back into the playoffs between the LCS and the LEC uh, this past weekend. Now, for the LEC, Zaya had, like, literally the lowest stats they've seen in playoffs in a long time. I don't think Zaya is a viable pick in the LEC. 
specifically because, you know, the players there play a lot more differently and they force you to blow Zaya ult there easily. In North America, it's not the same. You can use the Zaya and scale up like Lost later on did uh, in this best of five where he had gotten you know, basically two quadra kills. EG drafted Scion, uh, Lillian, Yon, Tristan, Lillian. and Gragas. Yeah, Lillian, uh, Yon, Lillian. Tristan, and Lil I fucking can't stand you. <laughs> Lily, whatever fucking name, Liliot. 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 Uh, Lily Ah, uh, oh my God, Lily Ah, thank, thank you. Vector, oh my God, I almost said Vector from a fucking anime <laughs> that I watched. I fucking hate you. All right, fucking hell. Yeah, black on black crime here, guys. Holy <sighs> shit. EG draft. Scion, Lily Ah. Oh my God. Joan, <laughs> Tristana, and Gragas. So overall, for this game, this is just a stomp. Like you, you watch. They they beat the shit out of these guys. Like I was ever thinking to myself, God damn. How tilted have EG been in scrims to the point where you're playing as shitties like this? Look at that. <laughs> Ignor's not even in front of his fucking team. He just threw the cast randomly. Bro, look how much trolling they're doing in some of these games. Look at this shit. Look what Ignor's doing. He just throws it right there. Nothing. He literally with two of his teammates are right there in front of us. Come on. They, they were tilted as fuck after. Oh, my God. Watch this. Best of almost made me want to slip my fucking wrist. Um. But I mean, hey, at least we predicted it right. I I just like the fact that we are seeing that TSM is not afraid to explore in their draft. Like they could have easily um, said, you know what? Uh, and I agree with that, K4. I think EG is a pretender. I honestly think that definitely should be replaced. I have nothing against him, but he's not an he's not a main stage ADC. Like he's just not. He's been in the league now. Yeah. So what we talked about league. earlier, I think this is what they need. They need a player that's a carry, like we were talking about with the same thing with uh Team Liquid. Uh, the same thing applies to EG. I think at the AD carry position, you need a more stronger ADC. Now I don't know who they could get to replace him. L listen, honestly, listen. If Kabe was still here, if you put Kabe on EG, that's a dangerous team. That's actually a really strong team, actually. Like Kabe, Kabe is always a Kabe is probably one of the most underrated ADCs ever to come out year year. But if you put Kabe for with Ignar and Ignar is aggressive, it would work well because he would learn how to play a little bit more and probably win the two v two. Which is why I wish Kabe kind of stayed in NA. But it's you know it's neither here nor there. I, I have a you know I I respect the guy. He he's his family. His girlfriend I, I believe was in was in uh, uh, EU so. But like mm -hmm. you put Kabe in there, that's a that's a very good team. I I you can't say that's a bad team. Kabe's been to Worlds. I mean, even that one eighty carry that Unicorns of Love had last year at Worlds, uh, Gadget. I thought he was yeah. a pretty solid AC. I yeah. thought he was like I thought for sure he was getting the team. I was like, wait, Jose Diodo and Arma got a team, but Gadget didn't. Gadget was actually popping off in a lot of the games, not at you know group stage, but I thought he was a pretty. He could, he could easily have been one of the more better North American ADCs if you get, give him the right team. Like, I definitely think for EG, there, there, there's just so many issues. We'll talk about, about them because uh, right. their play style is so easy to predict. And I even it's said this last famine. week. Yeah. That, that's Feast or Famine. Uh, it's been scaring only ganks for Impact because he you can genuinely tell he thinks that Impact is the only player they can play through. Why else would he go to? T he had a since Garen coming into this best of five had the highest jungle proximity toward top lane, and this is one of those moments where you go, okay, that's where the stat is true. He's ganking for top lane because he's he just has no faith in the bot lane, 
or the or Juzuke. Now, Ignar, to his credit, played pretty good this series, actually, outside of the Gragas fumbles he made this game. He played pretty fine in games right. two, three, and four. You know, oh my god, in game four, he threw so hard. Or EG, oh my god, in game four, they threw so hard. I, 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 like, I thought Rogue was good at choking and throwing. No, EG, like, I'm just gonna do you one better on the same day. No, you see game four? That shit was terrible. Rogue is literally the Indianapolis Colts. They're good at they're the best regular season team, but their worst playoff team ever. Hey bro, the Col- the Colts won with uh, Peyton Manning back in twenty eleven. No, yeah, come on, was, bro. What was it against the shitty Bears? Like stop. The Saints. Wasn't the Saints, right? Was it against the Saints? No, the Saints won that year. They won they won yeah. the year before. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. They, they won yeah, they won against a shitty ass bear team. <laughs> When's the last time they've been to the playoffs? Stop it. Stop it. Shit. Ever since I lost Payne Manning, though. Hey, the same, the same narrative with Tom Brady, dude. Same narrative with Payne Manning and Tom Brady. But um, this drafting was much better for TSM. Yeah. Now, I like that they brought out the Nocturne pick. I like that. It, it shows that even though they might not feel super confident in trying out these flexible drafts, it's good to try it out and see if it works, though. You might as what do you have to lose here? It's a loser's bracket, it's game one anyway. And they probably have scrimmed EG and they probably know they'll know they're not gonna be as strong of a team anyway. You know, and but, I like that they're giving him discomfort though. Like you have to show him you do trust in him a little bit. You know what well, I mean? Typically, typically, um, when it comes to like uh, from what I remember in regards to um, when teams are matched up, they end up scrimming someone else. So probably TSM scrimmed against um, Dig mm-hmm. or 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 maybe they probably didn't scrim against Steve. They probably scrimmed against Dig, C9, oh. or 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 TL because they 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 don't want to like scrim against you know. Like, look at, <laughs> like guys, look at this. Look at what Impact is doing. I'm pretty sure no one caught this. Oh my God! If you're a new player, look at this. It's just any situation you're in. If you're playing NAR, I'm a top lane player. I play NAR. You have to keep kiting. Look at what he's doing. He's giving up so badly. He's not even kiting. Auto not attack. Even he's not, an he's auto, not even auto. playing Q, Q auto something, dude. Imagine all the, how much damage he would have gotten off. I'll, I'll replay right now for all you guys who are new here. Literally, all you got to do in this situation. Okay, he hook shot in. Okay, that well, that's the W ability right there. Okay, he's got ignited. Or not, not, not. Yeah, he got ignited. He's running auto. Kite, you're nar. Kite, Q. Look at me. Autos, he could have gotten off. Like he could have whittled. He could have literally mentally exploded here. He wouldn't even take a tower shot. Imagine if he just kited. Come on. Um, and, and K for your. I feel like Sword Art has lived up to his. That he's been the six million dollar support man. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, you're I justifying six so. million dollars for a fucking Taiwanese support, Warren. No, but uh, the thing is, think about. Okay, remember. Who did like okay before there was Burekson right? Mm-hmm. Um, Lust Boy was a support that came over from from Korea, LCK, yeah. and he he basically put TSM like you would say Lust Boy is probably a legend and he's a TSM legend. Like they yeah. won, they won a lot of champions with him, and he changed he changed the team, and they they do respect Lust Boy. So I understand when they went to support route because. That's where they got success first, and then they got a mid laner. So to me, like Poe was a Poe was a steal, honestly. Like, honestly, was, yeah, losing Bjergsen and gaining power of evil was the best thing they could have asked for, honestly. Right, and to go to the draft, right? Um, mm-hmm. Look at look at the team. Like, um, we see that Poe is on a on a, a mage slash side laner. The game before he was on Sinister, we have. 
We have lost on a hard carry roll, basically for the late game, and have played the fiend by Sword Arts on his engage, not Enchanters. I mean, granted, he did have that one good Seraphine game, but what's Sword Art known for? Shot calling with Leona, with Rel, with Nautilus, with Alistar. Like this is what this guy is known for. Play to his strengths. He played. He played. Uh, he played three different tramps. That's still pretty good. That means that. Mm-hmm. That means. Guess what? Now teams have to be like, we have to respect his Alistar. We have to respect his Rel. So, like, I feel like TSM played to their strengths now. Um, Speaker, I feel, has now... He's not playing a support... Because I've seen him pop off on Hecarim. We've seen him pop off. So, it, mm-hmm. it, I feel like he's a he's fitting the cog role. He's not a ward like most TSM junglers prior, but he's <laughs> he's he's like he's like the... he's I wouldn't say the NA... You could say he's the NA Yankos in the sense that he's filling in whatever role that TSM wants him to be. You know what I mean? Because if you keep, he can play Nidalee, because I know for a fact Yankos is not a good Nidalee player. He even knows that. No, um, bro. You know how many memes about him going around missing spears and shit? Right. So he can play the like the Nidalee. He can play the Graves. He can play like, but mm-hmm. you know, for this team iteration of TSM, this is what they need. Um, yeah, I think he's regressing as impact. I, I think it's a. I, I think again, impact. I think impact would play better if he had a reliable eighty carry. Definitely is not it. I'm sorry if you're a Deathly fan. No offense, but he's not. Like he's not a franchise ADC. He's just not. I would rather. I'd rather EG go to their uh, academy league and start looking at an ADC because. You know what you're getting, just like with at, at this did. point. You like I agree with some people. If if you know what you, if you know what you what you're gonna get in a known commodity of a player, why not just try out a new player then? At that point, you might as well try out a new player. What's like, the difference? Right, sort uh, sort of ignore teaching a new ADC, just like Core JJ taught tactical is is the if you know that's the new sort of like mm-hmm. what are te- what are teams doing? Um, teams are now putting a rookie alongside a veteran because it's, it's like okay he's gonna make mistakes but the veteran's gonna like say mm-hmm. this, this is what you did and here's how you can improve it and he's gonna improve way faster than it's two rookies together you know um yeah they would never stop it what's up benjamin how you doing man to be fair to be fair this game def did def lee yeah i see what i did there see what i did there def lee popped off on trustani he got he was seven and zero by the 26 minute minute mark tsm drafted uh camille udier twisted fate zaya and alistar eg drafted nar lilia <laughs> nico my baby nico Tristana and Rel. Now, to be fair, uh, wasn't Hecarim like auto ban throughout most of this best of five though because of how strong yes, it was? This is what it's what I told you from the the other the other uh, Hecarim. It to me, like people can say what they want about he- Hecarim, and I had this argument with a friend that's a, a plat to diamond juggler, and he agrees. Udair can get you quick ahead, but the team has to win. Hecarim will always be good as the game goes on. Yeah, he's, that's true. He's, he can get you good. He gets you good gang setups. He gets you a guarantee. He can split up the backline. He can engage. He can even disengage. He can, if he's in trouble, he can get away. He's just a good champion right now. That's why Hecarim is always contested. Um, you know what Udair does? He runs the gym, slaps shit. He slaps you like that. 
I mean, it's like, it's like <laughs> at that point, at that point, I'd rather have Lee Sin because at least I know I can get an insect kick. I can get a, and even if he dies, it's crazy how this meta is all based around like early game junglers and Lee Sin is nowhere to be seen, nor Elise, nor nor Nidalee. No, Nidalee's here. It's just no Elise and no Lee Sin right now, which is kind of like, weird. The, yeah, Nidalee is feast of famine because you got to get her ahead because once you land this, when you land the spears, it's like Jace when yeah. you poke, right? You're like, yeah. oh shit, it hurts. Like it's, but like during this the best of five, as you guys see, Lost played on what every game of Zaya, every yeah. game he was on Zaya, dude. Like I get why he's on Zaya. So some people would say well, he's on Zaya duty. That's like a bad thing. No, if you know he's your weakest player, give him a champion like that, and he'll do just fine. Like I like, mean, he's, how can he... he's played Kaisa too. The... Yeah, it, it, it's just that if they because in, in this situation you're factoring in this is a losers bracket match you have to win if you want him to be on a secure champion like Zaya where it's not going to be that bad if he gives up a few kills early on put him on Zaya like I don't like people need to understand when someone's on a certain champion it doesn't automatically mean the team think he's the team thinks he's bad it's just more like look at, at the situation they're in if they lose this they're out are you gonna put all your eggs in the loss basket probably not now if he pops off that's good but I'm not drafting for that. Sorry, I'm not banking on that. I'm putting my eggs in my carry player basket. That's what I'm doing. You know. And I. Um. And they I, had this I nice little. They had. They. They also had this play right here where uh, uh, EG did get two kills off this right now, and it's it's the thing where you know EG as the series went later on, it, they did look good at certain moments. Like they, had, you can see right here, they were up and kills this game. They had a gold lead. They had a gold lead in game four. Game four. Oh my lord! You cannot throw that hard. Like holy fuck, dude! Like, um, uh, it's like imagine this: your brain understands what you need to do and your mouth moves differently the oh, fuck am like, i saying you mean you mean like you mean like when homer that homer sits in an episode when he looks at that lady with the cleavage my mind <laughs> is telling me yes <laughs> <laughs> I, i've made my mind but he's still looking at her tits i've made my mind <laughs> and hey, like <laughs> what do you think is the biggest deal with eg e e so far because like even Bro, during it, this, it, it even when they're ahead, even when they're ahead, they can't win sometimes. Like a, a team would have to be that far behind, like in game two, for them to really get, you know, for them to actually pull off a win. Like you saw in game three and game four, there were moments where you're like, okay, this could probably be a five game series. No, because Jizuke is doing his best impression to run it down as hard as he can. And Italian caps. Italian caps. Oh my god! If someone said that on Reddit, they need to fucking cut their mic and burn their damn fucking phone. Oh my god! <laughs> After that, guys, we're going on to game four. Uh, EG drafted Aatrox, Lilia, Nico, Kaisa, and Rel. Now people are gonna be like, "Well, why is he taking Nico? Nico's a strong champion. If he's gotten poked by Nico and her pop blossom, that's." Nico's my pocket pick for mid lane. I stand for any any player that plays Nico. Nico's fucking awesome. This is and I think Nick, like Nick, fuck you. Nico <laughs> is a better Ari in my own personal opinion. Your pick potential is better. Your stuns are better. And also, they go in a, a much more directional way. Where, if, like you see in ADC, you throw your Q or your E or whatever the, the, the circle ability she throws. I forgot the name of it. I can't oh, know all, all the champions' names. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Bro, the pop blossom is an amazing. I love Nico so much, or maybe I'm I'm just a Nico stand. But overall, um, TSM drafted Camille, Udyr, Syndra, Tristan, and Alistar. Sora played really well this series. Huni played really well this series. But to be fair, 
uh, when he was getting dove top lane, it just wasn't really his fault. Like they even acknowledged that since Garen's going to go top only. And they also need to understand if EG want to win, they cannot have a linear play style like this. Peter Dunn, he's like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to try and develop multiple different play styles. I think he said that. I don't fucking remember. Someone from EG said that. Well, it sure don't look like it because you're playing the exact same way. He's playing now like in this twice. game, God, right? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. Like in this game, they got ahead. They really did. They were doing well this game. You're thinking to yourself, okay, they're going to win this game four. Bring it to a game five, right? Uh, right? No, yeah, right. because their brains actually turned off. Right here is when the game turns right here. Look at this shit. W what are we doing here? No, it's probably right? ARAM, man. That's what we're doing. NA that's NA style ARAM. While you're right looking here. for that, K4, um, Udyr is overtuned, bro. He's overtuned because they're waiting for his rework. And I hate, I hate when Riot does that. I hate when they overtune a champion because he's dog shit. I'm not, no offense to you, dear. That's a dog shit champion. If he loses half of the, he needs to, look, he needs to get more, he needs to get more nerfs. He's only good, and I, and I hate, and I hate to say that because I understand that people like their champions, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but he's overtuned because they're doing his rework next year, and it's, a, it's, it's a lazy developer design um mentality that i wish um companies stop doing because it's very lazy and i hate it mm. so, to, 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 and i and i and he's your main and i understand but he's very he's very overtuned like he's gotten two nerds but you still see him in pro play that's that already says the champion's broken I'm trying to find the part where lost got that quadra kill holy shit i'm pretty sure it's somewhere in here because like right at, at that moment when they lost like this game was over when they when they gave up that quadra kill at that moment you knew you fucked up. That's it's right here. Well, to answer you, Benjamin, the problem with definitely he's he's not he's not the ADC they need. I've been saying it's like I think Chizuke is fine, but you need like you need like a, someone too aggressive or someone reliable that you know when this when that five v five comes and you need that guy with. Um, three items to pop off, he can pop off. That's why I put like Kabe. I'm not using Kabe because he's EU. Kabe is that type of player where late game comes, he's gonna do what he needs to do. He might not be the best laner, but he's gonna do what he needs to do to win the game. I don't see that in Deathly. Deathly's been in the league plenty of years. He's basically the ADC Golden Glue. Let's be real, he really is. Oh God, dude. Yeah. My Oh, they did the same thing as Aatrox, too. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, holy shit. They deal with a lot of champions that are going to rework. They'll fucking overbuff them, rework them, and they're still broken as fuck. Remember <laughs> Vladimir? Oh, my yeah. God. When they reworked Vladimir, holy shit, that guy's broken as hell. Oh, yeah, Aatrox has been, what, out since 2018, but yet somehow he still finds himself in the meta. Like, that's, that is a terrible design flaw. Like, it it, it is. And I guarantee if I were to sit down with Mark Yetter, who makes the stupid-ass nerd Mark Yetter. I make sure to emphasize that asshole's name. Like, he... Wow, he just got blown up. Um, it's just... it's just I, I don't know if they're they're taking, uh, you know, kangaroo dust when they do these designs. I, I have not... <laughs> I usually take that every day myself, though. And Spika also steals the Baron. So they, they were winning this game. Spika steals the Baron. And yes, TSM... Defeat Evil Geniuses three to one. They're moving on to the next round. Uh, they face a hundred thieves. Am, am, am I right about that? Yeah, they, yeah. Um, what I what I will say that TSM did do is, you, like you said, um, 
Ichi could have easily made this game, um, um, what was it, a five-game series, right? But TSM did what they did with like the C9 game and the regular. They clawed their way back and they managed to win the game. You want this builds confidence to say, hey, you know what? Even if we're in a bad like 5K, 7K goal lead, we can win the game. And you want to see that out of any team. Doesn't have to be TSM. Just just that mentality is really good to have. No, yeah, like I wonder what they're gonna do in the off season now for just this little brief off season you have before the summer split starts up. I kind of want to know what they're gonna do because are they gonna make roster uh, moves? Because it just really feels like the team just has no cohesion where they're playing. Yeah, like, like we there's. Said- we 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 said that in the uh, end of the season, we feel like EG underperformed. Yeah, based off the caliber of players they have, you kind of feel like they should be a more deadlier team. Now, does that mean changing out the mid laner? Does that mean changing out Defly? I could probably say that they should probably replace Jazuke, but someone's gonna say who you who are you getting better? I mean, at that point, it's like who are you getting more consistent? Is what you be you should be saying because. You know, I mean, I, I, I like. I, let me see. If I were to look at Academy right now, let's let's just look at Academy, like uh, NA, and we look. Oh, there's. I I don't even know if there's proving. Like I don't know who's on the Academy teams. Like I would say, pick up King. King is a good. He's an OS player. He played on Mammoth and Direwolves. Pick up King. He's a good player. He's better. I think King is way better than Deathly. Yeah, dude, King is actually pretty good. He's like, one of the fucking Australian ADCs. Like, I think he's almost as good as FBI, if not better, given the right team. Given the right give, if I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, pick up, you pick up a guy like King, you just, you just made your team at least three times better, I think. So, mm. I would say they probably have to look at an OS player because they don't want to break their bank, and also because they. Um, their import slots. I, I'm not sure if it's if Svenskeren is a resident. He's a resident. He's a resident. Yeah. So the only imports they have are Ignar and Jizuke. Right. So naturally. they don't, they can't they can't really they would have to go with uh, Os player or an Academy NA player. So. Oh my God! All right. So I know there's some 100 these fans in the channel, and I know we have some Dignitas fans. So. I mean, Warren wants to definitely tear the Dignitas because there are people calling him crazy. So Dignitas proved what I said before. You could be a great regular season team, but when it comes to the playoffs, you're absolutely gorilla. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, like, what happened. You would think with two veterans as who have been in best of fives, I believe, is it? Yeah. At least, um, Aframo. I'm, and I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure even on TSM, Darda was on a was in. Yeah, Best remember five. he got knocked out by FlyQuest. Remember, and right. they, 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 they beat a hundred thieves in that. Um, right. You know. Right. So like, just not like they don't have best of five experience. I just think it came down to just making the right plays at the right time and just bad, bad. I, I don't want to be cop on the same mental, but. Like you should be able to that from what was being talked about, they should have at least won one game. Yeah, like I still stand by what I said for putting Aphromo and Dardock in my all pro teams and MVP for Dardock because you're factoring in those are regular split those are regular season awards though. That has nothing to do with playoffs. 
Now, when you, when you have a playoffs MVP, that's entirely different, though. Now, when you look at this, there's a lot of different factors to really take. Did teams throw against them, and that's the real, only reason why they got their wins in the regular season? Or, as from some of the games, they uh, team fought very well to get themselves back in the game. But to be fair, those are best of ones, and in a best of five, you're not going to really see that too often because there's much more games to play through. The team that generally gets ahead more or less so closes out depending on which region you watch. Um, I felt like Saligo picking Ari was really useless. Like, if you want to pick a power farming mid laner, uh, there's better mid laners to play than Ari at that because when you're factoring an Ari, you're trying to roam around the map, get picks with your charm, burst out your um, opposing mid laner, roam, set up dragon plays, set up uh, TP. Not, not, yeah, TP flanks. Obviously, you take TP on Ari now these days. He just really didn't do anything. Like, they ran back a draft. They kind of messed up this game one, which kind of mentally tilted them after this game. Dardock going, like, 0-6. Like, we already knew this going in. If Dardock and Afmaru don't get the team ahead, they're going to lose. That's it. Because right, right. they genuinely have worse opposition than 100 Thieves do. FBI is better than Neo. Sunday's better than Fate God. And Ryoma and Saligo's a literal toss-up. But maybe you give that edge to Saligo. That's yeah. it. Now, now, is it wrong to have picked them to win this best of five based off regular season performance? Not really. I, un I, I understand. I don't think there's no wrong answer here. And, like, I had Dardock in high regard still. I think it might have been an off day. I don't want to make excuses like that. I, I'm not the person to do that. Afro played well this series. I'll say that. He played good. Other than that, no one showed up for this best of five. They were just showing up to play games and get off the stage. So that's just how I, I, I saw it personally. What about you, man? What do you think is the future for Dig after this? Uh, the future for Dig is they need. I mean, I, I don't want to sound um, like, like a, a Debbie Downer, but you are. A, but you not, have been. A, not a Debbie Downer. They need to pick up an import of some sort. They need. Oh no! But they're Dig NA toss. Remember, they branded themselves as NA players. They um, pick up an import. They're losing some fans that they never had anyway. But let's be honest here. I, I understand that they're building up their brand, which is nice. But it's either they. Do some hard boot camping, change their coaching staff because you're only gonna reach a certain high point. You need, like, the thing is, is um, you remember? I think and I, I don't mean to use NBA references, but um, that's fine. Uh, you know, the Warriors they had um, Mark Jackson as their coach, and then after they fired him, they got Steve Kerr, and they won three titles. Like yeah, sometimes, sometimes you need. The, that next person to take you to the next level. Now, where do they go? Who do they get rid of? It's hard because these players have performed pretty good, and they're all NA. So it's it's going to be a rough midseason. I'm, I'm not. They might make some changes. I know Dardock is still signed. I'm not sure about Aframu. I'm sure Neo is going to stay because he definitely um, overperformed because I'm sure that people had him lower down in the ADC bracket. So I don't know. It, it's, it's like, I don't want to see these players go, but you, 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 you just, um, they, they played the Ari because it's a good matchup into the, but the way Saligo played it was just not how you play Ari. You don't sit there and farm an Ari and do nothing. He, right. he legitimately played it bad. I don't think the pick itself was bad. Like you look at Hunter Thieves' composition in game two, like Ari's charmer is perfect for all these champions except for like Rel, maybe. That's it. I mean, that's it. Sligo, he legitimately just played it terrible. It like I don't get 
they pretty much they picked the, like like the exact same composition. They they themselves chose to run it back. And since Hunter Thieves are like, okay, I just beat this composition in game one. It's a free game two for me. I know exactly what they're gonna do. Well, they had a like they had like one close team fight where the jungler and the support both died. But outside of that, this game was also a stop. Like, am I disappointed in them and how they they performed in the series? Yes. Am I disappointed that I put them in my All Pro Honors MVP? No. No, me neither. I think I think Darduck showed that he still had value and that he revitalized his career. And so did Aframu. Um, now, if Dig want to move to the next level, the issue here is since they were on Twitter kind of branding themselves as an NA org, quote-unquote, um, that's going to handicap you because I even said this. You have NA players, and that's perfectly fine if you want to go that route. But there is a cap to how good these NA players are. We all know this. Like, there's going to be exceptions. I know, guys, like Blabber and players like Dardock, right? That's not every player, though. Like the, I'm just saying right now, the import players are better and have always proven they're better. Whether or not they failed or not doesn't matter. You can watch them in lane and watch how, how they play team fights. They are just better players. So since Dig have kind of branded themselves as, hey, we like NA players, good luck capping out at your NA players and never making it past round one of the playoffs. Yeah, so, maybe. That's all I have to they, say. I mean, I, I, again, I don't know who they, I don't know who they, they I, it's, it's, I, it's hard. And to answer your question, Ryan, I think, Jensen showed that he's still a good middle. I think the problem is they, they don't really have a true – their identities was mixed up, and they found it within that series. So, I mean, he played well against Lucian, which is a very good pick. Lucian is – we've gotten to debates about that, so I'm not going to – Oh, down, my God. Hole, <laughs> I remember, like, man. Impact and carry, dude. Yeah, Ari is a bait for other teams because they forget that she has that um her double. I mean, I forgot how many times she can use her ult. I believe it's three four, times, right? Three times, and Something like that, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically it's damage and escape, which is which is good, and she can actually roam once she gets enough um items. So it's a very mm-hmm. good pick. It, again, like we we saw, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later. We saw that. Darius came back. The last time we saw Darius was 2016. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. All right, guys. So that's for the NA games this past weekend. TSM moves on to play 100. These in the next round. And then you also have Cloud9 taking on Team Liquid. We will be previewing those matches on the C9 FanCast later on uh, this week. Will they be in, like, individual videos? I will try. No promises there because I'm really busy this week, actually. But – um, moving on to the LEC that had three best of fives this week. Them shits was bangers. Well, the first two were bangers. Ro- Rogue's best of five was fucking trash. That shit was awful, man. Oh, my God. And then Warren was the guy, why are people rating Oda Wamne so hard? He's so overrated. <laughs> was I wrong? <laughs> was I wrong? Like, so, so, somehow these random takes genuinely always work. I don't know what magic you have for fucking leprechaun shit you actually like snorted. With these I, fucking New York I, magic I, or some I, shit. Listen, I go to Popeyes, I eat chicken, and I, I, throw, <laughs> I throw the chicken bones on the floor, and then I do voodoo. <laughs> that's, that's what I and man, I saw a Leprechaun in New York. I know you guys be doing some Irish shit over there. Oh my it's, god, it's 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 voodoo. It's chicken bones. Oh my god. All right, guys. So the LEC 2021 Spring Split Playoffs Round One kicked off this past weekend. Fnatic taking on SK Gaming. If they lose this match, they're out. I'll say this right now. Gen X played so well this series, and so did Treats. Gen- 
Is that oh, like a murderer? There must be a murderer around your neighborhood. That's the second time I've Bro, those people are actually trying to kill me. Oh, what the fuck's going on? All right, okay, sorry so, about that, guys. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Treats and Gen X played absolutely great in this best of five. Now, we, we were at a disagreement last night when we did our LEC video breaking down the games. To be fair, it, it's all how you look at it, though. Tinks, Blue, and Jezu all underperformed. Now, which one over, like, underperformed more? That's debatable given how you look, look at the situation. Blue. I think if, if you just look at it in game five, I think Jezu played bad. But in the situation that Fnatic put him in, he was going to play bad by default. And then again, it is a strategy to pick on the new guy when they're kind of in a certain situation. All the Fnatic players have you have seen have been to either at least an LEC final or have won a title. Most of them have won titles except for self-made and upset. But if well, you discount that, I'm they've also the been in finals. Yeah. I'm looking at the so draft in, for Fnatic. In game one, you have uh, Bwipo taking Gragas. You have uh, the rest of the composition folding out as Volleybear, Oriana, Tristana, and what did Hillisang have? Hillisang had, I think, Rel was it? First, she was on Rel. Nautilus. Yeah, it was always on Nautilus. Yeah, the hook champion for him. Uh, SK Gaming had Aatrox, uh, Hecarim, Ari, Zaya, and Alistar. Um, if you're on SK's team, obviously, you you give him Aatrox. And to be fair, he's known as like liking Aatrox one trick. Well, like at least competitively, but he's he played well in this game, though. Like it was not their fault at all on Gen X's because Gen I, X played great this whole series. I, I will say Gen X was getting flack from you from sure that he was in Aatrox OTP. And he really was showed... I wrong though. He picked another first game of best <laughs> of five, though. I'm just okay. saying though. You're not wrong, but remember what we talked about before about these are pro players. Do you really honestly think they yeah, don't yeah. know how to play this? I thought it was just a comfortability thing where they, they just didn't think he could carry, so they only just gave him Aatrox. Uh um, and he played Jace, he played Nar, he played Aatrox. This man was trying his. This guy was basically trying to do Patrick Mahomes with the. <laughs> he's like, hey, he got doing. close. He got. They almost got. They should have got to a game five. They should have got should've. to a game five. They definitely should have got to a game five. But again, it's rookies. This is why I'm. This is why I'm hyping. Why I like rooting for SK and Fnatic because I feel like SK has potential. Blue. People forget, and we'll, well, I'm sure we're going to talk about Abadage mm-hmm. and and then and the and the G2 series. Yeah, this is their split. This is his first best of five. This is the first time they've been on a stage. Like you, you're going up against Niski, who's been to Worlds, Selfmade, been to Worlds, um, Bwipo, been to Worlds final, Hillisang, been to Worlds final, Upset, been to a finals of um of um domestic. And since I've been thinking, went to semifinals with uh, Schalke before they broke up and everything. These guys have plenty of experience. Like mm-hmm. these guys, the most the EU Masters. That's 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 the G League in NBA. <laughs> 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 that's hey, you're like, not wrong though. You're not wrong. Like, yeah. So like you you gotta like you definitely saw jitters. Like in the Akali right. game, the Akali game, he's literally trying to kill an ADC with like thirty health. He's got 30 health, but there's five people. There's like four people guarding him. I'm like, dude, come on, man. You're doing your best to fucking feed the homeless here. Come on, bro. That is yeah. some hardcore inting right there. That, yeah, that, that's ben, just no excuse for that, you know? Ben, Benjamin brings up a great point. Like, I think if you had better decision making, more experience, that they they it goes to a best yeah. of five. Um, I think SK has potential. And let's, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. 
which I'd rather them lose to Fnatic and then lose to like you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say Shalke, but Excel, like Excel. at least, <laughs> like you could tell that Fnatic worked for it. Like I think they definitely yeah. worked for it in, in the game. In the you game can see four. the player cams, right? Like you, you could definitely see the difference in playing at home versus playing on stage, which is why pe people brought up the argument before. It's like playing at home is easier, not in the sense of you know the gameplay and how you're gonna move around the map and play with your team. It's easier in the sense of you're at home, it's comfortable. You jack off with that mouse you play on. You fucking I don't know. Use that I same hand to play Lee. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Like, you have to get up, get dressed, go to the stage. You're playing in front of, in theory, a lot of people because it's all obviously it's being streamed through what, YouTube, Twitch, co-streams. You're playing, you're playing in front of a lot of people. It's a lot more different. It's a lot of pressure because now, in terms of when they're back on stage now, a lot of these games matter differently in terms of, okay, now we can see if this player is going to be a player that can get our roster to the next level or our organization in terms of league, league of legends. And you can see all these players were, man, they, when they were zooming in on their faces during all these best of fives, it was a different feeling. And I was like, okay, I like this feeling. I've missed this feeling before now. Now. Okay. If they made a move, if they made a move, I actually keep Jezu and this would be a controversial move. Now, hear me out. Mm -hmm. What if they got nemesis? They'd be a lot stronger, actually. Right? They'd be. You know what you're getting with Nemesis as a, a basically a, a, a mini. No, yeah. He's a better. You, I think Nemesis is a little bit better than Power Real. He gets a lot of flack for no reason, too. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> people, right. people went a little overboard about how bad he was. I was like, yeah, he played bad, but then again, you're playing up against Knight, and Knight's actually just a monster. Come on. <laughs> like, if they, you think, I think if they had like a guy like Nemesis in the mid lane. Or even Fevavin, who knows, like, just someone with experience. I think Maybe that, that Crownshot guy, man, they should never got rid of that guy. No, well, Crownshot wanted to test the waters, so I don't blame him because yeah, the, oh, the that whole, was such a nice shockwave. Oh, that's so the, good. The 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 the, the uh, word on the street is is that SK can be a cheap org. Even Thorin mentioned that um before yeah it's un 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 understandable. They don't want to spend the big bucks because they know they probably can't win LEC for a very long time. You know. But oh, I mean, it's completely understandable. I, I I understand. I mean, but back in the day, in the in the EULCS days, SK was a top four team. Like they had been scared at one point, dude. Yeah, That's they crazy. They had forgiven. They had Kabushard, oh, I believe, uh, too. They so. Kabushard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. man, dude. God, man. Back in the day with SK gaming, with fucking uh, was it Jesus? Was their mid laner at one point? That's that's yeah. going too far back. Um. Looking at, at, at this best of five, it, so Tiru brought up last night, he thinks Tink's massively underperformed. Now, I guess in, in terms of the stage play, yeah, because, like, you know, obviously the jungler and the, and the support do dictate about how much you're going to play in terms of, like, mid-game priority and what you're going to set up, right? Bro, listen, listen here, okay? Let, let's let's put it how this was we're going on. Let's use some superheroes. It was literally Batman versus <laughs> Superman in the jungle. No, let's, let's even be good. Let's go going back. It was like Green Arrow versus Batman. A guy with a bow and arrow versus Superman. You really think that's going to turn out well? Come on, man. No, oh, my God. It's like Thanos versus Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, it's Hawkeye versus Black Widow. Like, come on, people. Like, it, so we know what's self-made. Like, 
the thing about self-made, you know what I respect about self-made is mm-hmm. even when even when he knows that he's played bad, he still is a chat about. It. He's like, you know, I played my game. I don't care, you know. And I think there's a little. I'm sure they don't want to admit it, but I think there's a little turmoil. I'm calling this right now. I wouldn't be surprised if self-made's not on the team after summer. Hey, bro, he's going to G two. G two self-made. Hey, man, I'll take your jungler for you. We'll we'll we'll, we'll treat him nice at G two over here. Get him some well, nice be, nice food. Let's be honest. <laughs> if if Fnatic got perks. I think they would have been a better team, but you know, uh, what's Tomato his face? Tomato, I guess. <laughs> Underperf- underperforming. I I, I want to say that Blue was the most underperforming. Yeah, because mid- like you can't mid- really mid- put it on a- Jezu though. Like you mid- can't is- because yeah. when you factor in what they did to Jezu, they they tried to literally diarist this guy. Like you can't do anything. Tinks and Blue are held down by a support player. And to be fair, Jezu played decently well. At some points during the game, so did Treats. Treats played great. You know, I think Treats played fine. And then you also got to factor in Tinks. Like, he, it's understandable that he got beat by self made. That's under, like, that's what we're talking about going into this best of five is that if you look at it player for player, not counting this best of five going into it, Fnatic just have the objectively better players. They just do. And that should have been the case, the reason why they won. Now, to be fair, now, a lot of people talk about the game too. Uh, Gen X has the really good performance on NAR. Fnatic are super over aggressive and got their over aggressive tendencies punished by SK. Later on, Gen X gets a uh, really nice carry performance on NAR, which is the champion he should be doing well on. That's one of the champions he played well outside of Aatrox. This game three is a stop. I don't know what the fuck happened here. Just, I don't know, brain diff. Fuck. God damn. Game four is when things started changing. So, SK actually have the Urgot pick, and they were actually doing team fights very well. Gen X played outstanding in he this game. Hard carry, his back must have been broken. Like Batman from the, <laughs> That's from the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me! Help me! <laughs> right here at this moment is, is right here where I, I I can tell you where they messed up. Okay, so they're doing this. All right, so they take this tower right here. I'm pretty sure this is the moment right here. It's where they about to go into the base. Right here when they go into the base, you need to stop right here. Why do they need to stop? And, and, first of all, and I, yeah, can elaborate, I can elaborate with you. This is where you needed veteran leadership. You get the inhib. You know what you do now? You're like, okay, we're too low. We don't need... As you can look on the camera, if you go back to where, the, where they break the inhib, yeah. they, don't, they don't have a minion wave. That's right. That's where that's where the lead the veteran leadership comes from. Like literally right right here after they pick off Bupo and Volley Bear, they should have easily been able to get get the tower, take the inhibitor. Now, why is this important that, that they don't end the game right here? Because 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 in solo queue they're gonna go, oh my god, boys, end the game right in the game right here. No, you take Elder Drag, you take a dragon that's up. Why? Because Karma and Volley Bear are gonna be are going to be up, and they're not gonna be able to get past them. They have no minion wave there. Look at that. Tinks takes like four tower shots. Treats just, just goes in. I don't know what his brain was. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> my body's telling me, yes. telling me yes. Bro, like he just jumped in. I was like, this game's over. Wait, they wait. actually just threw. That is like just, actually a I throw just, right there. I just realized something. Does that mean you like underage? Uh... Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> cut, cut the mic, Warren. I cut Warren's mic now. Jezu, he can't do shit. He's been, he's literally so far behind. Like he's just basically just a walking. Zaya Root. That's all he is. And after that, they lose the series. Note to self, and, and, and certain games, like I've seen this before, happened with Rogue a couple years ago where they had the 9-11 Corky thing fucking Larson did. You know, just 
you have to be calm and cool and collected. Happen to misfits against SKT. They had that tower dive and then lose the best of five. You gotta be calm. You can't just be all radical and going, yeah, we can win the game here. You can't. You don't have the proper setup though. You know? And, and they, they showed were... they, and they showed that they could have won without the they could have won without the four Drakes. They get elder. That's execute mode. You win. I don't know why he TP's right right there. I don't know. He played shitty the whole this man's over here feeding the homeless people in Africa about how bad he's playing. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure those Africans would have played better than Blue Ray. Okay. <laughs> so now he's just demoted to Africa now. That's where Blue's going. Oh my god. But yes, Fnatic win the best of five. SK Gaming is out. Feels bad for treats. I had treats as my MVP, but he didn't he didn't play bad this game. He made the one big crucial mistake in game four. That was a bad, you do not leap into that, especially without a minion wave, especially without half your teammates leaving you. Half his teammates were already leaving him. They're like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, series is over. Now you're moving on to G2, taking on Shaka No Fear. Uh, looking at it right here, game one was just a stomp. I mean, that, it, it, this is just like what you expect, though. They just actually beat the shit out of them. <laughs> bro, that shit was just like, holy you know, it's funny. If you pause it right there before, so if you go back a little bit, right, like right here, they should have just reset it. Like, I believe Shalke, yeah, Shalke was playing the early game great here, but then they overextended. And like me, you see me, when I see players do some asinine shit that limit, I'm like, deuces, dude, you're dead. I'm not, I'm not coming <laughs> to save you. I I like right now, right now, I'm leaving. I'm leaving them. Like, you see, you see Abadaga. No, bro, I'm leaving. Nope. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm out. It. Peace. I'm, I'm but out. then, yeah, like when, when you're making moves like that, then now everyone dies. And then now you're, now this game's over. Not against a Corky, uh, Kaisu can poke you, Hecarim can run you down. This game's over. Now, yeah. the biggest takeaway from this best of five, there's several different things. Um, I think Limit played great. I think Neon, if he had played as well as Limit did outside of landing phase, because people people want to say they played good in uh, overall in the series. Not necessarily. They were losing like every single 2v2. Let's be honest here. They lost every single 2v2 except for the Vayne game. They were losing bad in those 2v2s. Outside of game four, in um, when you're moving around the map outside of landing phase, I thought Limit played well. I think Broken Blade, Gilius, Abadage, all showed up for the best of five. You can tell they're playing their hearts out. Now, in G2's counterpoint, I don't know what was going on this week, though. This should have been an easy, like, walk in the park, 3-1. Um, it's what we were talking about yesterday where you said, oh, they want to be – they're going to get tired. Stop it. These people are 22. They're not They're not 50. They're not – they're not – they don't need an oxygen tank. You know, <laughs> walker. Like, Can't they, go smart. That man's old, bro. That man's old. <laughs> like, this – like, don't tell me that – don't tell me that they need time. This is not a physical. This is not a okay. It is a sport, and I get it that their hand, like, because you can get wrist injuries, right? I've had mm-hmm. a, I've had a wrist injury with my ligaments, and you can out, you can wear them out. But like, don't make it sound like, like you're, like you're over tired. Like, stop it, okay? You are considered the kings of Europe. You've gotten a ADC that's been most reliable throughout most of his years. Let's be frank. If I were to go into a uh, any like, I guess residential area and had like a a betting area, and you said who's gonna win in a best of five series, you said mm-hmm. G two Shalko. Everybody in that bar would be like G two three zero. You're mm-hmm. not saying G two three best of five like five games like 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 I 
I think if you're, again, I, I'm going to bring it up. I think if you're G2 Pan, you should be worried. Schalke put you to a best of five series, and they're not as, like, let's, their bot, the bottling gap was different. I don't think, I think Kaiser and, um, imagine Kaiser, if Schalke had Karzi Ka- and Kaiser. Yeah. Karzi and Kaiser are going to push Hellasang and, and upset to the limit. Arma is showing that why he replaced Arome. And Humanoid is considered the second best mid laner. So G2 better really, really, they need to, you know, go into their bag of magic tricks and put uh, Mickey X on Pike or something and mm-hmm. Wonder on Rise because they're going to need some Houdini magic because you should not be losing to, you shouldn't, Broken Blade is considered probably not the best top laner, right? Like, oh I mean, no, man! I, I, I mean, we here have him in high we, regards, we, but in, in terms of the public, I don't, I don't know personally. You know, yeah, yeah. Like Broken Blade has shown that he's me personally. I, I don't wish they didn't get rid of Broken Blade in TSM. I, he has a good attitude. He's a mm-hmm. has that team leader sort of, and he calls out on bullshit when I watch TSM Legends. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think. Broken Blade is showing, well, you know what? Don't you you think you can only carry from mid lane and top lane can carry? I'm scared. I'm scared. And if you let me, I'll, 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 uh, I'll snowball the game. And when's the last time we saw Darius in pro play? 20, yeah, the, 2016. Sure. So has played it like 2016 with that origin. Think about that in EU. Uh, that's, it's been a while since I've seen Darius in EU. There was a point where remember when Darius was going mid a couple years ago? Yeah, against uh, Riven, I think. Something like that. But like to be fair, Darius makes sense to pick in terms of picking him against like against Nara, I guess it's debatable. That's a skill matchup. But in terms of picking Darius against Scion, champions like Orn, Gangplank, it makes sense. So it's an early it's an, just a smashing but, but, early game champion. But the he thing just is- doesn't work well in pro play because they said you flash apprehend, that's kind of all you have. Wait, you right. flash apprehend the mid laner? How's that in the world's a bad thing? Well, you tell me how that's a bad thing. You grab a it, mid laner, you kill him. Because because um the thing is is that you need um ghosts to make to make him valuable, which is I think again, this is where I make make, make up design flaws. You shouldn't need a summoner to make a champion valuable, but I digress. True. I don't work at I don't know my my right games and Mark Yetter is still there. So um <laughs> that's that's enough. Um so, but like, think about it. Like, why didn't Wonder play? If Wonder so so, like, their drafting phase was so linear for this series too for G two. Their drafting like, phase was so linear. Like, honestly, pick Garen. Garen could beat Darius. Why not? Pick yeah, Garen? I'm not uh, even trying Fiora. to be play Fiora. 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 Um, Garen. Bolly Bear beats Bolly Bear. Allowy. Allowy works fine. So if Wonder such this this like you know like because you know. Yamato, he he sucks that European, you know, schlong <laughs> like like it's the the newest sausage out of Germany. So like, I, I, he's like, wonder shop God, <laughs> like just like why, why didn't why wasn't wonder on like the picks we talk about Quinn? Okay. Like, are you, yeah. do you not do you not have faith in wonder then? That 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 begs the question. So like this game right here, you saw Broken Blade take out Darius. They later on they banned it reckless got so far ahead this game and late late later on this game's also they they, they won this too g2 they're up 2-0 in the best of five red reckless played pretty well on the ash i'll say this about about, about g2 uh for the best of five i think red reckless was their 
consistently best player throughout the series. Caps did not play good in game. The game was like Twisted Fate. The game was terrible. Oh yeah. my god, that's heaven, bad. Heaven, heaven forbid the the uh, the casters and the analysts point that out. They would they would always point out his highlights, but never his flaws. Nope, no, no, no. He's just oh, you know busy. me. I like to be realistic. I'm realistic here, man. Hey, he played p- bad on his Twisted Fate game. I, like. I don't and like even just drafting. Why are you giving reckless Siver? I know we can play Siver. It's like one well, one of his best champions, one one of the highest win rate champions he has. Um, why? There's just that Siver hasn't been good in so long. I, I I genuinely thought they were disrespecting them in this draft. Why the fuck do you have Siver? Well, give credit to Broken Blade to like he could have easily put the we. I mean, we have been so that's that's. Let me mm-hmm. say that. I give him credit for sticking with Darius even after he lost the first game. He said, "Oh something. yeah, mad props with that." Yeah, yeah, like he, he could have been easy. Like, no, nah, it, it doesn't work. We lost. We lost. Let's go to Nar. Let's go to Gragas. Let's go to you know something that mm-hmm. is in the meta, right? He still stick with it, and I think I think Fnatic is a bit worried now because like, if you're a Fnatic fan, you're definitely worried about after what Shaka showed. Like that's. Ooh, this team took G2 to five games, and Fnatic got pretty destroyed last time they played. And this, and this, this was by Shaka, a team who was on like a nine-game losing streak. You know? They, they did win the last three games to get playoffs True. when it mattered, so that shows me that. And give credit to Dylan Falco, their coach, too. Um, I, I, I this, this play, I thought he was dead Dude, look how troll that is. Gilius just ulted for no reason whatsoever. Look how troll that is. Ulted I, for he was already out of the he was already gone. Ulted for no reason. I really thought Broken Blade was dead here, dude. I honestly yeah, thought. Yeah. That, I'm like, whoa, this guy's a champion. This guy is that apprehender was so good. Oh and my god! Now I've been watching in solo queue how many people play Darius because sometimes I wish pro play people didn't watch pro play. It's like, bro, <laughs> like stop. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, Broken Blade gets the pentakill, and this is when the Shalka hype train starts coming back. Broken Blade TPs into the base. You see how happy that that guy. He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm off TSM. I can finally care. I'm not in beer." And I'm whoa, whoa, in whoa, whoa. <laughs> This game, Shalka. This was the only game Shalka had a bot lane lead. They were playing horrible in the two v two. They like it really was a bot gap in the laning phase. Like they were losing every laning phase except for this what? one. Fun fact: This was, I think, this was Neon's like first win on Vayne. He was like zero and one so far. So that's again confidence in your AD carrier to pull out a pick that, and you know, players need to do this. Like you cannot be pigeonholed. You sometimes you just need to step up and play mm-hmm. these picks that in the in the crucial moments to show whether why you have why you're a pro and why you're not still. In EU, in the EU, like Premier League or something. Mm-hmm. Not to not to, not to say that they're not good leagues, but there's a reason why you go from EU Masters to to the LEC. So mm-hmm. I think Schalke showed promise. Now, should they have won the series? I think they should personally. Um, I don't like G two to begin with, so fuck them. <laughs> this game, they were definitely uh, in it. Uh, early on, G2 made, made a slight comeback early on. Later on, Abadage steals the Baron with, with, with his Oriana ultimate. I haven't seen I, that in a long time. Bro, bro I was I'm, like, holy Ryan, fuck. Ryan, Ryan, I've I've I know why people ban Darius. I used okay, Ryan, I used to be one of those guys that would ban Darius. And then I learned about the the church of Volleybear. Volleybear dumpsters that champion. You think it's basically 
you ever just watched uh, uh, Everybody Hates Chris and he gets bullied by that white kid? You're the white kid and Chris is Darius. You just get bullied <laughs> so hard. Like, he just comps you. He he runs at you and you see this big bear truck does. His dunk is way better than Darius's dunk because he just turns big and huge and you'd run away from a bear. I know I'd run. I'd rather run away from a bear than a guy with an axe. At least you could just throw, like, some water or how. Like, so, like, so, like, you know what I mean? But I, but I get what you're saying. Like, I, it's nice to see these picks come out. Like, because you always get this impression that, um, which is why I feel that sometimes teams need to go to picks where players have that comfort. Like, for instance, Impact has his singe that we know about. And, yeah. and I think Bupo has his swain. And Pearson's Godzillion. Godzillion. Like, sometimes it's good to come out because, like, teams don't know how to build, like, you know, play these champ, play against them. And you just threw the draft in, in a in a big um, hoop-de-la. I couldn't think of a word. He's so, so, look at look how well he's playing. Zoning off the top laner, killing him, then flashing to get out. Dude, like, look at that shit. That's a quality doing, top laner right there. And, good and job, doing, Sam. And he's doing it against a. He's going against G two. This isn't like he's doing it against XL. Like you know. Yeah. All right, guys. After the, this game, now this is the game where people were like questioning the. Okay, so here's how I think about this draft. So, I get why they draft this way in game five. Late game insurance policies. Abadag has been popping off. Broken Blade on Aatrox, early game champion that's not going to auto lose to Scion. Neons on Jinx. He ended up going to get triple kill early on. Uh, sorry, later on that brought him back into the game. This this was a close game overall. If you're going for that, why did they let G2 have Seraphine then? That makes no sense then. Imagine in this game, G2 I think would lose if they if they had any ADC champion. Any, just not Seraphine. Later on during the game, Seraphine, which is constantly shielding and healing. That's it. That's all that they were doing. They were just literally grouping up and getting shielded and healed by the Seraphine. That, that was it. So if you're in this Lakin composition... Why did they give them Seraphine? If they just didn't have Seraphine, the game honestly is probably Shaka favored. Me personally, and this is just my mm-hmm. uh, my uh, I think they needed like an an, uh, an engaged sort of um, jungler. Um, oh yeah, you, they yeah you're right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Yeah, you got Rel going in, but the thing is, look who's Scion can engage. Um, Seraphine with Flash Ult can sort of engage. Volibear can shut down the towers and engage. You have four options. Gragas can E cask um ER, right? So you Oh have- yeah, there was a play where um Limit tried going in, but he was so far away from his team and that screwed him up too. Right. Like so- he can't be doing that. Like you really cannot be doing that in, in situations like that. Look how far he goes in. I think it's right here. He goes in so far the team just can't get next to him to follow up and engage. Look at that. Look at where they are. <laughs> what is yeah. that? Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. Shaco played well, Benjamin. I, I really give them credit. I feel like you, you, okay. So granted, SK and Shaco lost, but I could say that EU leveled up. The one that disappointed me most is Rogan. We'll definitely get into that. But when I look at the draft, I see, I see, engage, engage for. I see four engage options on G2 and disengage with Gragas because Gragas can cast them away. But then who's your engage really on? You have to get a flank with Aatrox, right? A good one. And then you have to get Aurel engaged. You have two options where the enemy team has four. And they can hit you from any side, right? Because Scion can come from Africa or Narnia. 
right? Volley Bear can just jump out of a bush, and you're wondering why he just why you're losing an arm and a leg because he took a bite out of you. And Gragas can be a drunk and throw a cask at you. So now, what do you what do you, and then Seraphine can you know pretend that she's a, a Bella Danger and start pretending that she can sing. And 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 and, and, and hey, you. I think we can rap. We just <laughs> so, so you know they just had so many options. I just the Udir. Everything is nice about this draft. Late game, late game. Just they needed something right here. Maybe something to start to like. Maybe just they needed something. Like I just again, I, I've been I've been saying this a lot. Get rid of the Udir. Udir is useless unless you're super far ahead. He really is. That's how I feel. I really feel like I think even Lilio might have been a little bit better. So that's how I feel. I think, but you know, credit to Shalke going to Game Five. Hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll definitely you know go into uh, the next. Yeah, we'll game. definitely preview uh, Fnatic versus Shalke later on. Hey man, if someone picks Shalke, I am not gonna be. I'm not gonna be like, whoa, how, why are you picking that team? Warren is. Warren's gonna pick. Shaka, I know he will. He's always going for the other opposition. Well, listen, bro. I told you what. Well, we're going into the next game, so so so. I, I don't want to hear anything. Uh. I definitely call this one. I, I listen. I'd have been two and one if it wasn't for Shalke losing. So. Oh my god, <sighs> that's Kato. He got a chance to see God deliver versus Kong the day before me. I'm jealous. How? <laughs> I don't. He he won a a, a screening. From one of our friends who, who who goes to like early screenings and gets like um celebrity in- interviews and shit like that. He hasn't been on the show for a while. I gotta talk to him. Hope he's not mad at me because I don't know who'd be mad at me though. I'm a great guy, right? All right. The last best of five uh, was Rogue versus Mad Lions. Going to the best of five. To be fair, I did pick Rogue. I thought they were never gonna win three to one. Mad uh-huh. had a man, fuck you. <laughs> Mad had a, Mad had a rough early start to the split, but later on. During the uh, LEC 2021 spring split, they got a whole lot better. And then you also have to kind of factor in that during this best of five, Arma proved why, you know, they definitely needed to have him over a Rome. Aloye played great. Um, there's not really much to the series, though. All that's much, much to the series is this game four. I mean, this is one of those, again, this is. I'm gonna keep chirping like a like a hood rat. Like, listen, these these best of one series need to they need to either incorporate them, like do them for half of the split, and then do best of threes. Split this up somehow because this is not going to work. You're like this is where I feel like yeah, this is where look if we looked at the regular season record, right? And I'm just gonna pull it up. Just, just, just to give you some precedence on. So we're looking at the spring season, right? For LEC, um, Rogue ended up the season fourteen and four. Mad Lions ended up ten and eight. So statistically, you would say which team should win, Rogue. But like when you look at Mad Lions' losses and how they lost and how close they did, how close they lost, I think losing close and getting terrible losses gets you better. And whereas you know, there were some games where Rogue should not have won. Like, we can agree on that, right? So, again, I don't feel... I feel like, one, people are saying that, oh, oh we're praising Oda Wamne because he replaced Finn. Finn wasn't the problem. They got to Worlds with Finn. They got... What was it? Um, They got first place in the regular season with Finn. So, that narrative... Pfft, I don't believe that one now. 
You replaced Vander with Trinby. Okay, look what happened. He's supposed to be this prodigy, and he couldn't handle the Ki- handle Kaiser. Like you, you. I think they. I think Rogue beat Matt in the in the regular season or went one on one. So this should have been a, either a close series or a stop. Neither neither one transpired. So to me, this is one was one of a, a more. Um, I felt this was an overhype. I felt this was recency bias, and I felt that this is a perfect example why you should not put all your baskets in the regular season. I just felt that Mad Lions was... It, it seems like Rogue is a better scrim team than a stage team in, in some situations. Oh, by far. By far. Yeah. By far, because Vedius was literally on the table making auto Adonai's eyes go back how much he praised the <laughs> So I don't... Hey, bro, people like to rag on Odoamne. Hans Salman... Like, he's supposed to be better than Reckless, this insane ADC. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if Rogue had Karzi and Kaiser, they're a much better team. That's a team you're legitimately scared of with that kind of bot lane, right? First Oda of all, he, he played pretty poor pro this series. I don't know what was going on there. First of all, um, why are you picking Aphilios? It's a game. It's a must-have win-win game bro, for them. Bro. Bro, Jinx is better right now than Aphilios. That's what true. Are you, I, what, are you, what are you doing? Horsey played Jinx. And it, I don't want to use the argument of like, yeah, Han Sama can't play Jinx. That's a bunch of horse shit. Okay, for I don't think Rogue is a bunch of golden glue. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's 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 capping, bro. But I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, I think it was it was just one of those things where mad. Like okay, for instance, think about this, right? Mad ended the I think Mad did a they did a meme game and before they played a meme game, they demolished D two. I don't know if you guys saw that, but Humanoid I think uh Humanoid had uh Lucian and Caps had Syndra. He just demolished him. He thought Caps was like was like some guy out of the TCL like he first came out of because he was just getting demolished in that game. I think I think Mad Mad will have more. I think we're seeing the benefits of of Mad experimented and Mad played are not afraid to do things. Um, I think Armand has played like a, a what load of champions and he's not afraid. He's lost and he's won games. I mean, they've even beat G two. So, man, I, I know you're gonna do the prediction suit, but I feel bad for G two and I really G two and Fnatic fans. I'm. I think something's going to happen this week where one of these kings, you're not going to see them progressing. and You're going to see a new king progressing again. So that's how I feel. Yep. That's pretty much um, it for this uh, episode. I do have to kind of get to something. But, no, we had a great episode overall. Um, overall, for the best of fives in the LEC so far, Shal- having these teams like Mad Lions, Schalke, you know, kind of really step up is a good thing because, you know, most people only assume that SK the LEC... SK played well, too, and it's nice to see that because, you know, the LEC is known as just, you know, G2 and Fanatic's kingdom, pun intended. Like, literally, it's, that, it's just that they rule the LEC. It was nice to also have Rogue be put in contention as well. Now, can Rogue actually bounce back? Sure. But the issue here is they need to fix why they can't ever win a best of five. I don't think they've ever won a best of five in the LEC. Maybe they have, probably like one, but they probably won 
they probably have lost more best of fives than they've won the LEC. You oh, know, I think, I think they beat. I think they beat Mad to to to. For oh yeah, the world they they in order to go to that the, that semifinal against G two last year. So they've done it. It's just this team was touted, and again, it's one of those things where we expected a three zero or three one from them, and it was the reverse. So. This this week this weekend between both regions have showed don't bank on the best team because they might not play too good. And with that, that's pretty much it. I'll see you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe, most of all enjoy. I'm the Nightwing and Way of Life Esports. It's signing out, guys. Peace. Have a good day, and I'll see you later. Goodbye. Yep. Take care, guys. Take care.